WWSMD. Kyle, what would Scruff McGruff do? Darbycast Wildcard Friday. Kyle, he would take a bite out of crime. Do you remember Scruff McGruff? Kyle, do you have any idea who he is? Pretty important figure. He had his own zip code and a jingle to go with it. Went a little something like this. Scruff, McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. That's where you were supposed to mail a letter if there was like crime going on. Or maybe that was just like a fan mail thing. Be like, hey, thanks, Scruff, McGruff. But he was a bloodhound, I think. Uh, Crime dog, really. High ethics. He would not put up with really anything that's going on in our world now. If you're new to this show, I have really uh, mixed feelings towards you. One of those feelings is hope. Another one is uh, I'm feeling a little cautious in saying, who are you? Prove yourself by sticking around. Do a good job. But we've never talked about Scruff McGruff on this show, Kyle. You, like, don't even really know who Scruff McGruff is. There are things about you that disappoint me, Kyle. However, there's also things about you that make me feel inspired. After we're done recording, I will show you some Scruff McGruff crime videos. And I would actually encourage all the listeners to see what's going on there. Because if you go on YouTube, you'll find a lot of videos of this cartoon dog or maybe he'll be in like a full mascot suit and he's interfacing with kids and saying this is what you do when you find a loaded handgun at your friend's house you don't point it at him you don't blast away unless that friend's a bad dude he never said that he never brought that up and that was low-hanging fruit and he missed it right but nobody's perfect But Scruff McGruff, the crime dog, he's there to take a bite out of crime. We like that. We like that a lot. But quite a few things happening at the moment, Kyle, out in this world of ours. But who cares? That's what I'm going to say today. I'm going to dismiss the goings on of the world. Because as doctors, Darby cast doctors, we need steady hands. We need to be of sound mind and body. I hope you've worked out today or plan on it. I hope that you do abs before you do any other muscle group. I want you to have a shredded core. How many podcasts have you listened to where the host has wanted something so amazing for you? Probably very few. Nobody's really dropping that. As far as I can guess, I don't listen to other podcasts. I feel like that would really pollute everything that we're doing here. But let's put ourselves in this space of guided meditation, complete and utter relaxation. Your legs are feeling a little bit heavy. If you're in the car, you're now speeding because your legs, they're hitting the gas pedal in a huge way. You can't control it. And you can explain that to an officer 
and he's going to give you a free pass. You say, I've been listening to an amazing podcast and um, serious command of imagery is what the host has. And he just completely wrecked my legs from a tension standpoint. My legs feel loose and the accelerator just kind of did what came after that. And you're going to get a sharp look from an officer of the law, but then he's going to tip his hat to you and say, well, you have striking features. I'm not hitting on you, but I think that's worth mentioning. And then he's going to say, here's a signed football. It's a vortex. And at one point, this was used on a commercial featuring John Elway. He signed it. Don't ask how it came into my possession, but I want you to have it. How good would that feel? Okay, we are already starting everything off in a pretty fluid way. Sure, this isn't how most guided meditations start, but do you really want to just dabble with most guided meditations? Yuck, right? So your legs are feeling pretty loose. Pretty juicy, strong though, full of musculature, mild amount of rage, but a lot of family values as well. So just kind of sink a little bit deeper into your chair or your bed or your seat in your car, wherever you happen to be listening to this. If you're standing right now, you might be making a mistake. I can't say that 100%. But you know your program better than I do, right? Like we're pretty close, you and I, but ultimately you should know the right thing to do for you. But let's transport ourselves as you feel the tension melt away, your shoulders release, tongue drops off the roof of your mouth, the backs of your eyes soften a little bit. I went to like two yoga classes over the past three months. So I'm getting pretty good at this. Now, we haven't done a time travel journey in a while, and we're not going to today, but I will tell you, there's one coming. And chances are, it's going to rewrite a couple scripts, okay? Things are going to change in your heart and in your mind, and maybe in those uh, heavy yet supple legs. Kyle is... Can you look up the definition of supple? I don't know if I use that appropriately. In any case, we're just going to stay in the present. However, we are going to be doing a bit of a location change. Place yourself in the mountains. It's the middle of winter, and you are in a reasonably luxurious cabin, and you're there with me and Kyle. And you're having your favorite winter beverage. Might be a glass of vino, could be a cup of tea, could be a monster energy drink. Now take a second. If you're one of those people who heard monster energy drink and thought to yourself, like, that's totally my speed. Get out. Turn off the podcast right now. Leave. Not okay. That was a trick. And if you fell for it, heavens to Betsy. You don't belong. But let's continue. We're in this lodge. Okay. 
nice square footage. Not the biggest cabin you've ever seen, but it is not quaint. We are not in a compact cabin. We can really stretch our legs. We could play bocce ball. It would mess up the floors quite a bit, but there are more than four rooms in this cabin with the appropriate amount of space for bocce ball. Not bad, right? So it's you, me, Kyle, and it's midday and there's snow everywhere outside. We're toasty on the inside. You're wearing one of the best looking plaid shirts that's really ever been crafted. There's something different about it. We can't put our finger on it. We actually all sit down for the better part of a half hour. We're like, what makes that thing so uh, elite? What makes it so amazing and really perfect? And after some careful deliberation, what do we conclude? It has very little to do with the shirt and it has a whole lot to do with you. Boom, gotcha. You walked right into that one. Ambushed by friendship.com. Kyle, it's worth acquiring and you know it. it. Sounds like an amazing website. Just put out a newsletter a couple times a month about friendship in general. I feel like we could all use that. There's a fire in the fireplace and it's roaring, but it's also crackling. Nice, right? The house is the perfect temperature. You go and put the back of your hand on a window and you turn to me, you turn to Kyle and you say, it's, uh, it's cold. And boy, does that just do it for Kyle. If you could see Kyle's face right now, Kyle appreciates a weather report. And you know what we all appreciate more than a weather report is a weather report from you. Honesty. No fuckery. You're not trying to blow on past us. Dupe us. You call it like you see it. You say, guys, straight up. It's cold. We all mosey into the kitchen. There's a turkey in the oven. Kyle seasoned it correctly, expertly, with care. You turn to Kyle and you say, gosh, that turkey's really... Kyle, is that your dog? Check that, my dog. I just heard a howl coming from a dog. Let's... You know what, Kyle? Let's use it, okay? There's wolves outside, and they are howling out of respect for you, specifically. They know who Kyle and I are, but they sense that you're a pretty high-impact leader, and so naturally, they're howling in your name. Then we get back to the conversation about the turkey in the oven. You ask Kyle, you say, hey, stuffing, is that, uh, will that be served with the meal? And what does Kyle do? He goes in for a kiss and you shove him away and you say, really inappropriate, Kyle. Kyle, why would you do that? It just does not fit, man. So offbeat. 
This guided meditation is landing in a huge way with you. I can feel it. The delicious smells of turkey, yams, stuffing, and a cornbread recipe that Kyle got from EmeraldLagasse.com. Those smells are filling the air in a way that is overwhelming, but in like a really positive way. Doesn't that feel important? It does. Some of you right now might be asking the question, why winter? Why now? And let me answer your question with another question. Why not? Checkmate. Let's continue. We hear a knock on the door and we all look at one another. We make our way over to a large oak wooden door. Ornate, dynamic, rustic. That's what the door looks like. You open it because I look at you and I say, go, come on, do the honors. And who is it at the door? That's right. George Feeney. Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. The show. Remember, this is a guided meditation. Therefore, anything can happen. And what just happened? Emotional support. Out of George Feeney. We say, Feeney, get in here. Have a seat. And he says, I'd like to tell you guys about life. And we say, Feeney, there will be time for that, but we, we're going to eat first. Can I get you a beverage? George Feeney, high school principal, George Feeney. He says, I'm all set. Pulls out a flask. Some aged bourbon. He slugs it. And it's like, whoa, dude. He said, oh, I thought this was a vacation, pussies. It's like, whoa, Mr. Feeney, I've never heard you talk like that ever. But this is a space where we want everybody to be themselves. So thanks for bringing that energy, Mr. Feeney. Good job. Feeney polishes off the flask in a way that is both impressive and concerning. And then he passes out on the couch. Let's pause for a second. There are people listening to this right now who don't know who Mr. Feeney is. Kyle, when we're done recording, would you mind just going on YouTube, finding a link to some video that's titled somewhere in the vein of Mr. Feeney Highlight Reel? You just kind of post it in the episode description so people who have never really experienced Mr. Feeney can get their fill and understand what's important about him, that'd be great. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks in advance. As you look over at Mr. Feeney taking a really high-level nap, the oven goes, ding. What does that mean? It's turkey time. So we all sit down. You say a prayer before we eat, and you give one of the most beautiful prayers that Kyle or I have ever heard. Kyle starts uh, tearing up. Good job, Kyle. Let me just commend you for getting in touch with that side of yourself. I feel proud of you. I feel really proud. You feel proud of yourself. JC feels proud of all of us. Boom. Didn't think I was going to leave that out, did you? 
It's now dusk. The sun is setting. The days are short. The wind has picked up. But we're warm inside. That fire is still doing real well. As Feeney has woken up a couple times in a drunken stupor and just thrown logs on that thing, kept it going. Very out of character for Feeney to be inebriated, but he's still contributing as is customary for him. Usually it's high level life lessons with his words, but this time he's teaching everybody a lesson with his actions and saying, even if you're reasonably incapacitated, you can contribute to a social situation by taking point and tending the fire. High level life lesson right there out of Fiends. Sun's dipping over the mountains. We all peer through the massive bay windows of the cabin. Another knock on the door. A rat-a-tat-tat. We have gotten our fill of this Thanksgiving-style dinner. Not on Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving-style nonetheless. Who's at the door? That's right. It's Elon Musk and Saved by the Bell's finest, Kelly Kapowski. Boy, is she looking good. And just as you're about to shut the door and cast that frigid air creeping in back from whence it came, a leather boot creeps its way halfway in the doorway. Who is it? Stamos. It's John Stamos. Peak Stamos. He's never looked better. If you're a lady and you're listening to this, boy, did that just make you feel different. If you're a guy, you heard the Kelly Kapowski call. No problems there. And again, for the younger listenership who doesn't know who Kelly Kapowski is, Kyle, put a link to a Kelly Kapowski highlight reel and a John Stamos highlight reel in the description. That's three links thus far. Feeney, Stamos, Kapowski. And Stamos, we're going to look up the stage name. It's going to be Uncle Jesse of Full House. Okay, Kyle. But this is a hell of a crew. You, me, Kyle, passed out Feeney, Uncle Jesse, played by John Stamos, and Kelly Kapowski, who's just there to have a good time. She's not going to talk politics with anybody. She doesn't want to. This is Kapowski in like the college years. She's doing pretty well for herself. She's about to get her degree and you're about to tell her some key jokes and who knows, right? I'm just getting my chill on. Okay. Some of you have been wondering, what have you been doing this whole time? I've been enhancing my chill in a way that is not unremarkable. We get everybody in the living room. Everybody is enjoying the fire. There's plenty of large leather chairs and couches that have mechanized foot whodunits. You just press a button and all of a sudden, foot rest city population, Stamos, or you. And everybody's feeling real good. We have fixed all of the guests, some plates. There was leftover food, plenty actually. Good job on uh, making more than necessary, Kyle. 
because you never know who's going to show up to dinner in a winter cabin made out of imagination. A lot of you probably thinking to yourselves, didn't you just say Elon Musk was there? You haven't really mentioned him at all because he's the least important person there. You're at the top. Everybody is most excited to spend time with you. Kyle, you're like one step above Elon. Just if we're kind of getting the lay of the land, right? But Elon's happy to be there. He just wants to relax, get out of the spotlight, throw out some tweets that make people upset. We all laugh. We're like, you work for the CIA, don't you, Elon? You do, right? And he's like, I can't tell you. And it's like, well, Elon, that's kind of an admission in itself, right? And he says, ah, fuck. You say, ah, don't worry about it, Elon. That's not what we're here to do. This is a relaxation session. We are here to bask in warm friendship and enjoy ourselves. We're all about to doze off. The sun has set. The moon has risen over a lonely mountain peak far off in the distance, revealing shimmering snowdrifts scattered around the surrounding forests. And then, out of nowhere, windows are smashed. Smoke grenades Destroying windows. Nice windows at that. The whole place is flooding with smoke. Everybody's looking around. Less frantically than you'd expect, but we're all still pretty alarmed. We're like, what's, uh, what's going on? That's what you ask. Great leadership skills to ask the right questions, right? Out of you. Who threw the smoke bombs in this relaxing, peaceful cabin of ours? An army of half-werewolf, half-Kamala Harrises. They are so dangerous and incompetent, you just wouldn't even believe it. But that's not, that's not the only uh, creature invading the space. No. Joe Biden's there. Like the real Joe Biden. He has no idea how he got here. Nor do any of us. And he just kind of wanders off into the woods. Breaks his hip. And that's it. Pretty sad, actually. Like, why did you show up, man? What did you expect to contribute? You literally can barely do a damn thing. You, you're a good person. You're like... Joe Biden broke his hip. We should save him. Then who shows up in a big way? George Feeney to say, no, no, it's, uh, we're, we're not going to do that. As old, sickly, and frail as this man is, we need to let nature run its course. Everybody looks at Mr. Feeney and we're like, well said, man. Then he takes out an additional flask and takes another nap on 
the comfiest couch in the entire house. We're all a little pissed by that because we all wanted to kind of doze off on that later when this was all resolved. But right now it's still pretty chaotic. There's a lot of smoke bombs still entering the house. The shrill cackles of the Kamala Harris slash werewolf army are piercing the placid evening that would have been taking place in the forest. A lot of nature sounds that are being completely ruined by inappropriate laughter. And we're all just like, what? What is her deal? Elon rises to the occasion and he issues all of us laser guns. We say, Elon, are these uh, standard issue? or uh, Where'd you get these? And he says, yes, they're standard issue. That's all we really talk about. But now we're all armed with futuristic weapons and friendship because friendship is a weapon if used correctly. Strength in numbers is what I'm telling you right now. These werewolves are out of control and they need to be brought to justice in a huge way. And then we need to uh, send Elon to go throw down the UFC cage match with Chuck Schumer. Kind of unrelated to the action, but I would definitely pay to watch that pay-per-view, and I know you would too, right? Uncle Jesse declines the laser gun. You look at him with a quizzical look, and you say, Jesse, why? You need to be armed. And then he pulls out a pair of magnums, 44 magnums, hand cannons. And he's like, everywhere you look, everywhere did that. Starts humming the theme song to Full House. And it's a morale booster for us and an odd war cry that sends shivers down these Kamala Harris werewolf spines. Same message, different reception. Kelly Kapowski is clinging tightly to Kyle. And Kyle steps up and acts like he's been there before and like he's going there again. And Kelly Kapowski is impressed with Kyle's musculature. Kyle, I'm throwing you a big, big exclamation point on this one. I feel like I've not done that in a number of episodes and I am more than happy to do it right now. Kyle, Kelly Kapowski is yours, okay? Feeney, loaded, napping on the couch. Uncle Jesse, paramagnums, Elon, laser gun, you, laser gun, me, really cool laser gun. Elon gave me a limited edition laser gun. Doesn't do a whole lot of extra stuff, but yours shoots green lasers and mine shoots red lasers. No problems. We're still doing damage to werewolves. Smoke is filling the house. These smoke bombs that were shot in by forces unknown because you as a leader who's asking good questions at every turn, you say, how did these incompetent werewolves manage to handle smoke bombs? That just doesn't make sense. We all look at you and we're like, you're right. You're, ah, man, you're dead on. There's another threat out there. And some of you know who's out there firing the smoke bombs, shattering windows. 
But for those of you who don't, it's Anthony Fauci in a really lame helicopter. The thing sucks. Like most helicopters, really cool. Fauci's, piece of trash. But he's lobbing smoke bombs into the house. He's creating a thick shroud because he doesn't want to fight like a pro. He doesn't want to throw down against you. He doesn't want Kyle to kick his ass in front of Kelly Kapowski, humiliate him. So he's just lobbing smoke bombs from afar. Some of you right now are asking how many werewolf Camel Harris's are there? Too many is the number. Way too many. But you're well fed. You're actually feeling pretty inspired because Elon turned to you and said, I don't want to be involved with the CIA anymore. I want to do things right. So this ragtag bunch of amazing people, we have a moment with each other. It's a calamitous scene. There's a lot going on, but we all turn to one another and we say, friendship and justice. Feeney wakes up, gives a speech and tells you everything that you've ever needed to hear from anybody ever, as is customary for George Feeney. We all waltz out into the starry cold night with our weapons. Uncle Jesse, a.k.a. John Stamos, takes care of Fauci in a way that is alarmingly efficient. Anthony Fauci, he is no longer part of the equation. John Stamos, national treasure, exceptional human being. Good job. The wind picks up and all the smoke is blown away. We are on the perimeter of the house. And these Kamala Harris werewolves are just cruising around trying to tell you about foreign policy and you're not having it. You're not. None of us are. These Kamala Harris werewolves, five of them at once, descend upon Kyle. Very inappropriate to single out the one Arab guy of the group. Kamala Harris werewolves try to single out Kyle and break him off from the rest of the group. But you know who's not having it? That's right. James Bond. Remember, this is a very different kind of guided meditation. I am in control and we're doing fine. James Bond shows up and saves Kyle. Headshots quite a few of these demon-adjacent werewolf chimeras, but unfortunately then seduces Kelly Kapowski. Kyle, you didn't stand a chance, man. James Bond, don't be sad because it's over. Be glad because it happened, right? You had your time in the sun with Kapowski. Not all of us can say that, okay, Kyle? About a mile off, you hear a bestial roar. That sounds an awful lot like Kamala Harris laughing when somebody asks her an important question and she doesn't know the answer. <laughs> Kyle, in post, can you like put some sound effects to like James Bond and have him go da 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 and then just put Kamala Harris laughs whenever it makes sense? Could you do that from now on? Would you do that? Thanks. So James Bond.
goes into the cabin and hangs out with Feeney. They don't feel like doing anything, and that's okay. We don't make them do anything. We're just like, you guys are good guys. This is a relaxation thing for you. Not every guided meditation is going to be action-packed for you guys, okay? Kyle's pretty pissed. Not only did he lose Kelly Kapowski, but Fauci messed up Kyle's kitchen. Kyle'sKitchen.com Kyle, start a cooking show, man. I know you've been practicing, and in this day and age, it's never been easier to start streaming your hobbies and sharing your skills with the world. Actually, you know what, Kyle? I'm going to veto that. Bad idea. After the show, I'm going to make you sign a document with a no-compete clause. We cannot have you getting famous and then leaving the show. Scratch that, okay, Kyle? But Kyle's pissed because his kitchen's wrecked. Kyle'sKitchen.com So Kyle hangs back and he tries to relax. Because you told him that. You said, Kyle, I can see you're upset. Go chill, man. So James Bond, Mr. Feeney, and Kyle hang behind. There's no way Kelly Kapowski's coming. She is completely enamored with James Bond. Can't really blame her, right? Because it's Sean Connery, James Bond. Very suave, right? So who's left? You, me, Elon, and John Stamos. And we know what we need to do. We need to go trek through the woods. And so we're walking out there, off into the distance where we heard the howl. Elon remarks to the group, he says, I like being with you guys uh, in the woods like this. And you turn to Elon and you say, that sounded kind of weird, man. Just don't wreck the moment. And Stamos looks at you and he gives you a thumbs up. He mouths out the words, good call, good call. Elon tried to hijack the moment and you wouldn't let him. Let the stillness speak, okay, Elon? You don't have to comment on this. Let's just be together as friends, okay? Uncle Jesse, John Stamos, says, would you guys be open to jogging towards the beast? And we all look at each other and we say, well, yeah. Yeah, that actually sounds nice. It's a little brisk out, and I think that would warm us up. And we could take care of this menace a little bit sooner. You're in the front of the pack. You're running in a way that's really coordinated, really expert. John Stamos says, did you, uh, did you run track in college? And Elon says, Stamos, don't uh, say anything. Don't hijack the moment. And you punch Elon in the stomach and you say, what Stamos asked was appropriate. Elon, fuck, man. Like, you're over two on comments in the recent past, like, dude, get it together. And you know what he does? You know what Elon does? He says, I, you're right. I have been misreading things. Let's, uh, nice stride. Nice stride. You run well. That's what he says to you. We make it to a clearing and there is the beast herself. The matron, the matriarch. Yay, women. And we think this is going to be easy, but we underestimated Kamala. 
She's fast. She's all over the place. Highly unpredictable. Very aggressive. She starts swiping at us. They're nasty claws. She hurts Stamos. Hurts his left leg. Pretty badly. He's losing a lot of blood. And we don't like that. We don't like that one bit. Elon tries to cauterize Stamos's wound with a laser. But it only makes it worse. Things are getting pretty hectic. And you, the voice of reason, stare Kamala in the face. You say, how are you qualified to do a damn thing? Huh? That catches uh, werewolf Kamala, matriarch, off guard. You, with thousands of years of iron-wrought patriarchy, are staring her in the face and saying, I don't think you're doing a good job at being a werewolf or anything else. And then she just starts laughing, this blood-curdling. <laughs> Howl slash yelp slash other stuff. All of which isn't okay. All the sounds that are coming out of her, very inappropriate. She's real angry and we're outmatched. We don't know what to do. But then, out of nowhere, riding a snowmobile is none other than John Madden. And he shows this werewolf a playbook that he brought with him, as well as uh, a copy of the United States Constitution. And then the werewolf's head explodes. Everywhere. You go to, over to John Madden and give him a seven-second hug, and he doesn't pull away from it. He needs it just as much as you do. Elon says, nothing at all. Does a great job. It's exactly what the moment called for. He's redeemed himself in a huge way. We all head back to the cabin with the threat neutralized. Cabin's a mess. Broken glass everywhere. A lot of damage. But then Harry Potter shows up. Puts everything right where it's supposed to be. John Madden relieves Kyle of his kitchen duties, and then fixes a turducken for everybody. You say another prayer before we have our second dinner, and it brings everybody to tears. The end. That's Darby Cast. that's Wild Card Friday.